Chicago's home for sports. Now, by your side, through your smart speaker. Just tell it to play ESPN 1000. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Hanley and Xander from the First Midwest Bank studio on State Street on a Sunday morning, ESPN 1000. Hey there, Charlie Hustle. Slow down. Don't hey. hurt yourself, okay? Slow a, down. Did they have a walk or don't walk uh, light flashing at first base like a crosswalk? <laughs> the, do, the do not run list. Yeah, DNR. The, the DNR do list. Run. I'll tell you something. Uh, we had both work for uh, or work with Fred, who is uh, enjoying retirement. And if we did a uh, what's up Brian's can today or, or Xander's can, it, it would be the same thing. Because we grew up watching sports where people went all out. Yep. That's what you did. Max effort. You now did we're it in, in this city. Yeah. In this city, that's, you know, that's the uh, people, you, you weren't a star or an all-star, but people appreciated so Hard many work. players and because they gave, uh, our name a sport right. a team. That's right. You, you appreciated guys who busted their rear end every day and maximized whatever talent they had. So, right? so, so all right, now we're in the max effort era. You've heard that, right? The max mm-hmm. effort. So now the thing is to, hey, slow down. You're going to hurt yourself. Are we too fast? Are we too strong now? Is that what's happening now? We've hit this ceiling, and now we're always on the border of injuring ourselves, so we have to tell everybody, pull back a little. I've never, again, never heard, and, and we talked about, I've never heard a manager stand in front of the microphones and cameras and say, well, I know fans are upset because it looks like we're lazy out there, but here's the deal. Tim Anderson and, and Andrew Vaughn and A.J. Pollock and, you know, Luis Robert. We've all, there's five guys who've been told by the medical staff, don't run things out unless it's a, a, a certainty that you're going to get to the first base. Just take it easy because you have to protect your legs. It's a bizarre excuse that you would put out there publicly. And to you pointed out. And now you're just broadcasting it to <laughs> right, right. Like these guys. Not only, are, not only that, in that, and not only we have five players we've told to take it easy. Yeah. Okay. No, let's name them. Yeah. And let's give the yeah. jersey number too, in case you're not sure. Yeah. Which jersey they? If you're scoring wear. at home. Yeah. Or yeah. scoring in the other dugout. And, hey, and, oh. and actually, we have that cut here. We we've got to play this for you because if you haven't heard this, this is just unbelievable. As Brian said, there's a first time for everything. And uh, when you go to the ballpark, sometimes you don't know that you're going to see or hear something you've never seen or heard before. Yeah, I think it's a really important point to make. I hope the fans hear this and tell their friends this. Because yesterday, first of all, we get beat. We're not making. We're not going to the plate and coming back. It looks like we're dead. But but sometimes when you hit a ball and a guy is, is just jogging under control of first base, we have five of our nine players that are under instructions from the training staff. Look, if the ball is a routine out. Do not push it because you're liable to break. And that's Jose, and it's, it's Vaughn, it's it's Robert, uh, it's Pollock, uh, and um, I'm missing one other one. Uh, uh, who would be uh, there's a fifth one there, uh, but they might long enough. I, I would I would know, but um, you know that makes the club look like it's not hustling. And the, the reality is, they're being told to play in control. Yeah, we, I never thought we would get here. I never, ever thought we would get here. And you have covered many, many of these press conferences and post-games in person. I never, ever thought we would be saying, not only, you know, again, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't get shared in the club, uh, outside the clubhouse. Oh, sure. And, And that's one of those things that should have stayed in the clubhouse. 
And let the fans, hey, let the fans bitch and moan. That's what we do. That's that's what we're doing right now. Well, he said he said tell your friends that we tell your friends. Make sure to spread the word. Make sure to spread the word. All five of those players. Call your daughters. But that was a perfect game. You know, to tune in. We got a perfect game going. Call. Call your friends and tell them that we're not hustling because they're, we don't want them to break. Spread the excuses, please, uh, for us. Spread them like uh, wildfire and, on social media. And, you, and, and then Tony, uh, you know, he has a future in the Apple Plus TV booth because he explained also why the Sox have been losing games. It's very simple, he said. And, and if we have that, because I, I, again, never heard this before, but he boiled it down, and I saw it on Twitter yesterday. I'm like, oh, that, that explains the entire se- season to this point. And if we pitch well, they pitch better. If we hit well, I know they I hit better. That. And that's why we lose. How about if we make errors, they don't. If we don't know how to run the bases, and they do. If we don't manage a hit, I mean, not hit well, what if we don't hit at all and they do? Hey, I mean, it's yeah. as if he's not watching the same thing we're watching. It's, amen. <laughs> but if, if we pitch well, they just happen to pitch better. If we hit well, they just happen to hit better. How about, how, about, how about, you know, again, we can't tell Tony what to say or do, unfortunately. I'm not sure he'll listen to anybody. But if he came out and said, we just have to be better. We have to be better pitching. We have to be better with the offense. He's protecting his players too much. And if he doesn't lose the clubhouse, it's because he's protected them to a fault. Well, he's losing the fan base. Well, and Um, that he is. That he is. But I don't think that's a measure of him staying in the job or not. Yeah. But uh, tell tell your friends what I just said that uh, we got guys who we don't want them to break. So they're running under control. And they've been told if it's not a sure hit, again, to find that in baseball for me because. The most routine of plays can turn into an extra base for for a guy because some guy you know threw the through the made the throw into the netting above the dugout or whatever. Um, back day, back in the day, it would have been in the fifth row of the box seats, right? <laughs> right. So I mean, it just it's it's bizarre to me, but it's just like every day we've got another reason. Oh well, well of course we're not winning because can you okay? Can you help me out with? We keep talking about the great injury list and all the great talent. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's talent. I get it. And there's, uh, what, eight, eight, nine guys on the, I, uh, on the IL right now. What, which one of these guys are difference makers? Which I mean, if, if, if Yohan Mankata came back today, what does that mean? I mean, if if, well, if, hey, if he came back and hit like he did, uh, was it? Uh, what week was said? that? What, what week did he hit? Um, if If. Aloy Jimenez comes back anytime soon, which he's not. Where are the saviors? Where where are the Bryce Harpers here? Where where is the 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 superstar on this list that we're pining for? I love Danny Mendick. I like watching him. I like Adam Angle. I like you know. I like the idea of Yohan Mankata. I I don't like the actual production of Yohan Mankata. You know, Aaron Bummer. Okay, that's fine. I mean, where where is we can sit here and use this crutch all you want, Josh? Here, I mean, what? What is it? Help me out with the guys okay. who are holding this team back from winning the division because they're not available. Well, first of all, the players that are actually playing are not playing up to their potential. Amen. And uh, Andrew Vaughn went cold yesterday too. A bit. Okay, and, and, that, and, 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 and that does and that does happen. We can't put everything on no. his back. We cannot put everything on his back. I'm not criticizing him anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, r- right. But, you, you know, let's go down the uh, the list. Harrison was playing better before uh, he sat down for a couple 
uh, days because of the elbow. Not, uh, not an all star. We're not. No, talking no, about no, 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 no. But but look, what, I guess what I'm saying is. There are no difference makers on the IL, but if no. everybody's playing up to their potential, they've they got a though. winning team. That's my point. Right. They, they weren't before they got hurt. Okay? Grandal was not playing great. No, no, not Grandal. Moncada had, Moncada had a great game the day before he went he on the game. IL. Right, the guy's right, making right. $18 million bucks yes, a year. Yes, he I had know. a game. He had a right, week. He had right. a series. Well, I mean, it's got to start, start with a game. And we, uh, look, uh, look, I'm not being an apologist. I'm just giving you the other side of the coin. Well, I, I, it's oh, I'm just start looking with at this thing, and I don't see Bryce Harper out for six no, weeks. You, what are we going to do? Right. I mean, I, and that's what the Phillies are looking at. Okay. Yeah. And they fired the manager, by the way. And they, they, you know, they, they climbed back into a conversation that they could be a playoff team. My point is, a lot of these guys weren't all that before they got hurt. You know, the idea of Aloy Jimenez has been great for a couple of years. But it's but, just an idea. That's exactly right. right it's an right. unfulfilled idea. Yon uh, Mankata, you're paying him like he's he's a superstar or a star. He had, more, more often than that, he hasn't been. He's a but guy. Aside from 19, no. No, and we, we we saw what we thought was going to be him consistently, and it's not. So, but this, I mean, this whole idea, while we're hurt, wait till we get healthy. When you're healthy, you haven't been all that great either, okay? I mean, I know you've not been... Completely healthy, right? But I, I don't. I'm, right. I'm missing the Justin Verlander on here. I'm right. missing, you know, I'm missing the superstar on here. That's- right, right. And and if we had everybody show up tomorrow, would that make the difference? No. And that's your point. And you're right. right. You're absolutely right. It goes back to our Twitter question. Even if you got the majority of your team healthy and back available, what are what's your best case scenario? Because it's not a World Series contending team right now. Because no. until they can get over five hundred and sustain that for a sustain, week, sustain that's day, that that is the word sustain. Right. So now it's it's you know your best case scenario: win the division, be a wild card team, miss the playoffs, or sell off big names. That's our Twitter poll yeah, today. Yeah, and we've got a couple people after the break. We're going to take here at three one two three three two three seven seven six. Before we do go to break, though, did you notice that Hawk Harrelson was in the stadium yesterday? If you were watching the game, stretch. Yeah, do you think he was there for a reason? You think he's uh, there to uh, he's there fire to fire Tony, Tony again? again? <laughs> was he wearing Was he wearing the cowboy hat? Yes, he, he had the cowboy. The he yeah. had the cowboy hat on, and I'm just wondering if he's like, "All right, who do I got to fire around here?" Oh my good lord! Because yeah, he he was cowboy hawk back on, and when he fired Tony, he was wearing the cowboy hat on the billboards, and he was the face of the yeah. team. And, <laughs> oh boy! As soon as I saw that, I'm like, "Oh wow, is this an omen?" We'll see. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Polly's on the line. So is Chris. They're on hold. We're taking your calls after this about the White Sox, right here on ESPN one thousand. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is ESPN one thousand. <laughs> Three three two three seven seven six. Hanley and Xander on ESPN one thousand. Hey Brian, I heard that if you uh, if you don't pitch as well as the other team and you don't hit as well as the other team, you could lose a game. It's that simple. It is, said, that simple. We, it is that simple. It is that simple. He said, "When we hit well, they hit better. When we pitch well, they hit they pitch better." Yeah, I guess and I wasn't totally. Yeah, I wasn't a totally on the mark, but. Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean it's yeah. that simple, right? Not, yeah. not, not. Hey, we've got to be better. That's well, the it, issue. That's he just, the issue. He just, you know, jumped over when we have base running errors and they don't. When we bobble the ball and they don't. 
the, the Rickon margin of error that's so thin uh, when, you know, when we don't hit against uh, starting staff and the Orioles that lets everyone hit. That's an issue. I mean, so it's not easily that explained. So yeah, easily explained. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's going to be in the Apple TV booth. It's it's uh, with insight like that. <laughs> Paulie and Mount Prospect jumping on with Hanley and Xander on ESPN One Thousand. What up, Paulie? Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks hey. for taking my call. You guys missed. You guys missed one though too. It's uh, the other team uh, communicates on fly balls and we don't. So yeah, and there, oh, there's yeah. that oh, one. Boy. Right when oh, they boy. do and we don't, they win. Yes, and then <laughs> we go to we Dairy go. Queen. Yeah, yeah, that stuff but, you learn uh, in T-ball. I, I wanted yeah. to. I made this point with uh, Carmen Yurko on Friday too. Like, I mean, I think uh, he's he's been on Moncada in terms of just being so tightly wound and the team being injury prone. I think like they've got a half dozen guys like that. And I, I mentioned like Anderson, uh, Robert, um, you know, Grandal, and there's a you know Eloy too. Obviously, they're all like more or less just remind me of um, just they all just look injury prone. I but I was, what I was telling your guy on the phone before though. I almost think we're getting fooled into thinking like this is some kind of a mirror image of like the '05 team though where. We we think we've got this murderer's row if everybody's healthy. Amen. But the problem is they're they're never going to be healthy. In my mind, you look at, I'm looking back at that 05 roster, and you had guys, and there was there was no murderer's row by any means, but they just had right. clutch hitting. They yep. were all healthy the whole season. Mm-hmm. So I was just wondering what you guys take was. Well, on they, that. not only that, they had they had a one through four starting rotation that you haven't seen since maybe, and you know they they built up. I mean, you you handed the ball to a those guys, they went seven, eight, nine innings, mm-hmm. right? You went through three closers, and you still got the job done, which is unheard of in baseball, right? Um, it wasn't just it was that that starting staff was was unbelievable. Yeah, I agree, and I think their their um, lineup too. I mean, they had Canerico and Dyer basically their big bats, and those guys aren't future Hall of Famers. So that's the thing; it's not like yeah, right. Like you said, go ahead. Yeah, well, you had the right pieces in the right places, and they they were they stayed on the field, except Frank Thomas that year. Yeah, and that's the guy we really could have used, and we got it done without him. That's how good we were. Yeah, thanks uh, for the call, Paulie. Uh, let's go to Chris in Bridgeview. Chris, you're on ESPN 1000 with Hanley and Sander. What up? Hey, how are you guys? Good, good, good. My my, uh, what's becoming my greatest fear is that um, this strategy that uh, holding back players works. So. Um, when I pay $70, $60 to go to a game and we're in this situation and, you know, everybody's going to kind of half, go half speed, uh, cause they're afraid of getting hurt, uh, even more, you know, it doesn't seem right when they're making, uh, a lot of dough. Mm-hmm. And, and your greatest fear is that this actually works and we get to the end of the season, they catch fire and all of a sudden they have success. Yep, and then that's a strategy next year, and the year after that. Oh, and, boy. Hey, my heart can't take it. Hey, Chris, my heart cannot take this. So, so, yeah. Me neither. I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't. to take five people to a game. And, uh, and uh, you know, uh, I love family Sundays at the White Sox, but even for 75 bucks, I'm not sure I want to go watch somebody go half-speed. But uh, but uh, it is Tony's uh, message to the fans that you should be spreading to your friends and family. Tell them we uh, don't want them to break. Yeah, we don't want yeah, them to break. So we're telling them take it easy. Does that uh, allay your fears at all? No, not not really. <laughs> hey, that should be the walk up song for everyone on the on the Sox. Take it easy. Yeah, yeah. that that's excellent. Yeah, uh, yeah, sorry, AJ Pollock. No more Fleetwood Mac. We're going to play yeah. uh, the Eagles for you. Yeah, take, take it, it easy. easy. I, I, you know, that's interesting. It's not a marathon. It's it's not a sprint. It's a marathon in baseball. Yeah. But 
this is going to be the new White Sox model. It's a sprint. We'll be ready for the final month of the season, even though we might be 15 games back. But watch us t- catch fire then because we'll have fresh legs. Yeah, right? or, or, or if you don't like what you see, come back in a month. <laughs> Check back with me. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. It I, you know has the game changed that much, or it 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 just seems like we're we're seeing a UFO landing. Yeah, it's just so odd and different what it's, we're hearing now. It's, everything every day, it's like oh, oh yeah, you think you know what you're watching, but you don't understand. We have a list, a do not run list. And and there's five guys on there. And, and, and he couldn't come up with Anderson, which it's, Charlie pointed out. It's like, wait, is that not the leader of your team? Exactly How right. did you not come up with that? Okay, because... Why did you bother you know, naming hey, any of them? But if you're going to name any of them, why don't you definitely name the star of your team? Okay, how old's Tony? I mean, you know, I forget what I had for lunch yesterday. 76, it's, 77, whatever. Yeah, it, it, whatever. I mean, you know... A Brewers but, fan's walking by smiling at me. Yeah, yeah there he is. Yeah, yeah. Because wasn't... <laughs> Robin Yount used to... He used to say that he told every player who came up, you know, there might be one or two kids in the stands who've never been to a baseball game before. So you owe it to you, to them to bust your butt every single day, no matter where the team is in the standings, because that might be the only game they've seen in person. And you owe it the, to them to give you the effort, you know, to make them a fan for life. And I know that's so old school thinking, but I've never heard of a medical staff putting a list together the do, DNR, do not run, because then we will do not resuscitate when the team's really dead. And, Brian, you may just made a point. It's so old school. Do yeah. we not have the most old school manager running our team? I mean, yes. we thinking by age and by time spent in the game, yeah, it's it's really but, weird. But, but weird. Mark, we, yeah. everyone was concerned that Tony would not be attuned to the to modern-day game and modern-day players. So he might He's even gone be, too far. Yeah, he, he, gone he, too might, far? he might be trying to accommodate. Well, you know, I used to ride my guys hard because that's what everyone did. So now, if the medical staff tells me that there's a do not run list, of I'll five just share guys, it with everybody and tell the fan base because you know we've got to tell. Yeah, they're they're not, tell your friends and family. They're not lazy. Call your friends. Call your sons. Call your daughters. It, it, they're, they're, we're just they're under direction not to to go out and try to you know, run through the bag because it's a routine grounder. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Yeah. yeah, it's it 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 just is um, every beyond, day uh, beyond there's, there's a new excuse yep. every day, and and it sounds every day it sounds worse than the one before. And, and the Sox fans, real Sox fans, are not buying it. We're just not no. buying it. Wayne in Northern Wisconsin wants to check in. Hey there, Wayne, you're on ESPN 1000. What up, buddy? How you, how you doing, guys? All right. Uh, I just okay. want to let you know that I grew up in walking distance of Sox Park and and uh, retired up here in Wisconsin. So I. I, uh, you know, get MLB Network to watch this team. So you can imagine that it's going to be real hard for me to watch my language as I talk to you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I get it. Charlie, get it. Charlie, get close no, to the dump button. Yep, I've I, I got I, my I, finger on it. No, I'll, I'll keep it clean. Okay. I just want to let you know, I agree with the, with the, uh, with the you know, with the discipline thing. You know, I mean, yeah. this team is, is horrible on discipline. They, they, they have no hitters discipline, you know, when they're running the base and no discipline. And here's the thing that gets me. Everybody's got, got uh, Roberts as, as the next Adonis of, of baseball, right? I can't count the times I've seen that guy dogging it. And before they'd start talking about his sore leg, you know, I, and we have about three or four players on the team that have, they claim have sore legs. From what? It's not from hitting, right? So I, I really don't know what's going on with this team. And I, and, uh, you know, I do appreciate your guys' comments about the, you know, about no discipline because I agree with that. I think that this team has the 
a personality of a 77-year-old coach. That's what Ooh. I think. So yeah. I appreciate it, and I'll listen yeah, to you, you guys. Know, you know, Wayne, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, thanks for the call. The personality of a 77-year-old coach. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. There's not. You remember that energy last year? We had Billy Hamilton, and we we looked like we were having fun. The only time we ever see that right now is when we're winning, which is easier to have fun when you're winning, which is not often enough. And you see a Josh Harrison, a little spark or whatever. But generally speaking, everybody's wound up tight, and it it has taken on that that personality now i will say this brian as we're talking to everybody and taking your calls 312-332-3776 the trade deadline is going to be very revealing and here's why if we think rick Hahn's hands are tied and uh, jerry reinsdorf allegedly hired tony la Russa because he's making up for you know what what happened back in the 80s and also he feels like we have the team and the talent to win the world series and it's not working Will Jerry let Rick Hahn do what he needs to do to deliver that World Series that Jerry wants? Or to get to make the moves at the trade deadline for whatever we can to actually make a difference to help this team? When we come back from the, uh, from the break, I will suggest two, an in-town trade or two that could help your Chicago White Sox. And it wouldn't probably cost you a whole lot. Um, I don't know if uh, Rick Hahn would be interested. Uh, I don't know if Jed Hoyer would be interested. But um, it might help you out in the short term, if not the uh, the rest of the season. Yeah, and I will I will share some players that I'm willing to trade that probably a month or two ago I would not be willing to trade. But like the Blackhawks, at some point you just got to call it what it is, and you've got to let go of either things that have worked for you, like the Blackhawks, or things that haven't worked for you necessarily. Uh, on the White Sox team that you thought were going to just have not panned out. Time to cut your losses. 312-332-3776 if you have any ideas to this effect. We will dive more into that after this on ESPN 1000. It's here and it's spectacular. The all-new ESPN Chicago app. This is ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000, also available at 100.3 HD2. And on the ESPN Chicago app, it's Hanley and Xander on a Sunday morning. About an hour out from pregame, Connor McKnight will be here first pitch. Dylan Cease on the mound. He does like day games. That's good. And we have the White Sox lineup, Brian. Here's the way it looks. Tim Anderson's uh, back. He's uh, going to lead it off at short. Andrew Vaughn is going to be DHing today, so his legs get a rest except when he uses them at the plate. Uh, Luis Robert in center field. Jose Abreu clean up at first. Gavin Sheets in right field batting fifth. Jake Berger third base batting sixth. This is interesting. Josh Harrison in left field batting seventh. I didn't think we'd see Josh in the outfield. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, uh, Tony's our manager. Sebi Zavala. Catching, batting eight, and Lenine Sosa for the second game in a row, starting at second base, batting ninth. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We've got Dave on the line. We're going to get to him momentarily, but I am intrigued, Brian. Before the break, you said you've got a couple of Cubs players you'd like to sell us on the south side. And Speaking of the outfield, could yep. you use a switch hitter with power who's become a better out- defensive outfielder, and Ian Happ, who 
I don't know that the Cubs are going to be interested in keeping him around. He's 27 years old. Um, he's going to get paid because he's having a, a, maybe an all-star type season. Um, uh-huh. he, he, he won't get the all-star votes because the Cubs suck. Right. And he's not right. Chris Bryant or whatever. Name recognition's not that. And how about an old guy who uh, might even have his old Sox uni still in, in, in storage somewhere? David Robertson, 37-year-old, who's having a very good season. Not pay, pitching you know, high-leverage situations, but uh, he's got a sub-2ERA. Bucket, Bucket of balls. Well, I'm not saying that you you know he's on a three and a half million dollar deal. I mean he he was a placeholder for the Cubs, but this isn't Craig Kimbrell. He doesn't need you know to be the closer. He's right. not going to be obviously. Right. He, he doesn't have that type of ego or talent. And it, at this point in his career, he could be a seventh or eighth inning guy for it. Right? Um, I'm just throwing a name out there that it, it wouldn't cost you a whole lot and. You know, you could do worse, and it wouldn't. Uh, you well, know, I'll tell you something. If the Cubs, if the Cubs uh, called and uh, offered Contreras, Rick Hahn should really be paying attention. And I don't yeah, know well, what it would come, cost, that, yeah. but boy, I would love to have Wilson on the south side. And I, I've been saying that for weeks. And I don't know what that price would be, but I'd be willing consider to consider a heavy price for that. Look, yeah, we, you know, Yasmani, there's, look, highest highest paid White Sox player ever. Great. What mm-hmm. what has that gotten us? No. Not, and not you, near enough. Not you, near enough. You celebrated the fact that he, he came over here because he wanted to be part of something he saw as a winning team that was, you know, right just starting that opened the window and he wanted to be part of it. And maybe he actually attracted some other guys to come here. But actual production nope. on a consistent basis nope. hasn't earned his money. Nope, has not. As you said, Yohan hasn't. Eloy, uh, injury-prone, not necessarily his fault, but has he earned? Uh, has he lived up to? No. no. No, Dylan Cease has been the guy in that trade so far. Dylan right? Cease has definitely been the guy in that trade. And in the uh, Chris Sale trade, Kopech, uh, you know what? I'm still not ready to give up on him. Um, but the other well, why day... why would you? No, 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 I mean, no, no. He's got... Yeah. But there are some mental mistakes he's making, and I say that because there are definitely Kopech detractors we've heard from them yeah, oh yeah. at espn yeah. 1000 so you know it's not time to give up on him yet giolito wow Gotta get better yeah I, have, be better. I, I mean have to get better and i hope that we haven't seen the best from him and it's in in the past we we need to get him back where he was but dylan sees as i said likes the day starts he is on the mound today and uh, we're gonna go to dave and Juliet. Dave, jumping on ESPN 1000. Hey, Dave. Hey, guys. How are you doing today? Um, we we could be better. Yeah, we all could be better <laughs> if the Sox are winning. But yeah. that's part of my, my reason for calling is uh, I'm kind of like defending Tony a little bit. Um, but, you know, for years and years, pitchers have been on pitch counts. Players have been on injury count as far as their production. Usually they're sent down, you know, on a rehab stint. But I think the fans are more frustrated and more frustrated as fans because Tony is the first manager that ever came out. This has been going on for yeah. years and told the public, the, you know, the average fan doesn't realize that. If you're a baseball player, a former player, but not a pro, and you're at the games all the time, you know what's going on. I mean, if you escalate it with the fact that the average guy makes 10 to $20 million a year. So, you know, it's frustrating as a fan, but as a fan – also, you got to realize that we're frustrated because the Sox were in great shape before the All-Star break last year. And a lot of it had to do with having three pitchers that had seven or eight wins 
Rodan was here. You had a lot of things, positive things going. Uh, as far as the injury thing, I, I kind of agree with what they have to do with what this, the, the players they have. You're only five games back. You're not going to get a playoff uh, wild card, you know, so you got to hopefully get healthy and stay in the hunt and, you know, win the division because that's the only way they're getting into the playoffs. But Well, starting next think, weekend, starting July 4th, you have 19 games, 15 of those against Cleveland and Minnesota. And that's that is where you're going to make up that right. ground and, directly. And, 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 and in his defense, again, he knows that. Guy's been around forever. I'm not crazy about Tony being the manager either at his age, but still, the guy knows what he's doing, and he's got, you know, we got to have a little bit of faith. You know, our bats weren't awake until two weeks ago, three weeks ago, right? Yeah, so, and, that, and, and, and they, they went they, to, took a nap again. Then they went to take a nap again. Yeah, yeah and, I know. And, well, and, 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 right, right. But I appreciate the perspective because... Yeah, I mean, we were, we were in every game last year primarily because of our pitching. And if our bats were alive, we were blowing teams out. I mean, you know, um, it's a long, it's like you said, it's a marathon. Right. So, you know, you hope to be in the, in the, uh, in the last four miles. Well, Dave, you know? it's hard not to compare with what we've seen from them before because that's always what you're going to end up living up to, right? And you're right. If the pitching was just lights out and the bats were there, we're blowing people out. This year, the pitching, if it is there, we're not supporting it with runs. I mean, yesterday. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Lance. I feel bad Lance for Michael Kopech. Right. Look at, look at him. He's getting like pegged for losing a game for a balk. Guy has gotten no run support. Right, None. right, right, and that was right. That was not his fault. Lance Lynn yesterday until he loaded the bases, and still he should have uh, he should have had that chance to get out of it. He gave him the chance. And then they went to a pitcher that should not have been in there. Yeah, and that's the thing too. The game, the average fan doesn't realize how much the game has changed in ten years. You know, despite COVID for a two to three year run now, which has affected the game. Mm-hmm. Prior to that. Guys weren't going seven, eight innings. You know, you look back to our 05 team, and those are the last couple years between 05 and 10 where you had guys going seven, eight innings no matter what. Right. You only had to have the lefty-righty set up for one or two innings, and you had a closer. The game's changed now. Look what Milwaukee did a couple years ago. Like, we're just going to throw a guy three innings, four different guys three innings. Well, look at what the Orioles did to us, a bullpen game. (laughs) Right. Right. And, it, you know, you, you get to the point where people are like, well, maybe that's a new strategy. Well, maybe it's just the fact that they have injuries and they, they have to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and COVID really put a wrinkle into everybody's training, obviously, and their regular routine. Right. 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 And then the shortened, uh, you know, the strike this year. Yeah. The shortened yeah. spring training. All of it. Look, there's all a lot of, of things that there's a lot. And the fans don't, I don't think the fans put all that together, the average fan just goes there and goes, okay, this sucks, they're not hustling, they're not playing yep, hard. Right. And, but you can understand why the average fan would want to see them hustle. Of course. Yeah. Of course, because yeah. the average fan doesn't, isn't out there every day. Right. But it is it is interesting that Tony felt the need to go public with what you say, you know, everyone in the clubhouse knows guys, you know, have sore legs or whatever. For, because of I, th- all I think the, he's defending his players, too. Yeah, well, the you heat know? he's taken, too, maybe he takes a little heat. You know, hey, look, we're not just lollygagging out there. But now everyone knows, like you know, Mark said. Now the opposing team knows which guys. He named them. Which guys are not going to be Some things to have to stay in the clubhouse. I thought there was too much information. I, I agree to an extent, but the fact now is 
all the other managers in the league, Tony's the senior manager, right? Nobody's older than Tony in the league. No, all no, the younger no. managers are going, thank you so much, Tony. So when yeah. my team's going through the same thing, I don't even have to say it. The fans in my clubhouse are going to be going, okay, you know, that guy's banged up. I see what they're doing, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, great points, Dave. Thank you for the phone call. I mean, really, really good points there, Brian, but it still comes down to this. You know, lack of discipline, lack of offense when we need it. Uh, you know, the some of the choices that Tony's making, us fans, are questioning. You know, for, uh, you know, whether it has merit or not, we're questioning. We're seeing what we're seeing, and we're re- reacting accordingly. And it's been tough to watch, especially yeah. with the hype that's been put on this team. The expectations were what they were, and it came from the team itself and the front office and everyone involved, including Tony wasn't coming here to as a rebuild. He was coming here to win a World Series, right? Yep. And so, you know, injuries explain it to a degree, but you're not going to sit here and tell me that that has been the thing that's, that's holding, holding this team you back. back. No, right. no, that ship has sailed. That ship has sailed, and it's still maintained that if we can continue on this trajectory and we're coming up on the trade deadline, we'll see how much Jerry Reinsdorf, the owner of the team, really wants a World Series champion or a team that is going to get into the playoffs. We'll see how bad he wants that by giving Rick Hahn the ability to make changes that Rick sees that he needs to make because we we think that Rick's hands are tied, starting with the hire of Tony La Russa. 312-332-3776. 312-332-3776. I do want to talk about your Cubs, okay? I want you to uh, lay out to us when we get back from break. What are the positives on the north side? Because, you know, the Cubs fan base, they, they need positives beyond Wrigley Field on a beautiful day. What are the positives? We'll get Brian's thoughts on that and take your calls at 312-332-3776 right after this on ESPN 1000. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Facebook at ESPN Chicago. This is ESPN 1000. Hanley and Xander, ESPN 1000. Brian Hanley, you're a Cubs fan. We've got to draw out the positives of what's happening on the north side. They lost yesterday. Final score there was... uh, 5-3? Yeah, 5-3, yeah. Miles uh, Mikolas, the guy who had the no-hitter into the ninth couple weeks back he was on the mound for the cardinals today alec mills pitching for the cubs jack flaherty down in st louis 115 first pitch so as a cubs fan you're not winning the world series this year we've heard jed deny the rebuild <laughs> this year yeah this, this year? year yeah hey one one year at a time okay. deny the rebuild uh what are the positives uh for you being a Cubs fan from birth and being a professional covering the Cubs for a long time, what what are the positives for you? And they're probably not going to do anything, but well, they may. They're going to be sellers at the trade deadline. Oh, and, yeah, no, and, doubt. And, and no doubt. No um, doubt. It's just not. There's not a lot to sell. I mean, it's yeah. Contrarious. Well, see, that's the thing. That's the Maybe thing. They've Ian got a couple Hap, of. Yeah, you they've did, got a couple you didn't of really things sound to sell. Too excited about Ian Happ to the White Sox. Uh, yeah. Look, I no. No, this doesn't is, excite uh, me much. This is per Gordon Whitmire, NBC Sports Chicago, and I, you know what? When you say you and Hap, I have the same, you know, same on the surface. I would have the same reaction mm-hmm. because he's been a very streaky player, and when he's bad, he's really bad. But, yeah, we don't need any more of those. Well, no, but, but now I know you're not paying attention because of the Cubs and right. he's Ian Hap. Yeah, but since August third of last year, 
in 126 games, 457 plate appearances. He's batting 291, an old school if you don't care about batting average. He's got 23 home runs, 76 ribbies, a 906 OPS. It's his longest stretch of consistent, sustained production, Gordon writes, of his career. His strikeout rate way down, his numbers from the right side way up since making adjustments and earning regular playing time against lefties. He's a switch hitter with power. He's 27, and he, I, I think he would help a team Sox who doesn't, they, you know, they don't have consistent from either side of the plate, and right. they don't have enough pop. And, right? and, and left-handers, and, and if you talk to Jesse Rogers, left-handers, how is he on the left-hand side? Well, he's better. Um, I, again, he wouldn't cost you a ton either, right? right so I'm right. just saying... You know, but to your question, okay, Keegan Thompson, uh, you know, I, I, I'm telling you, it, it, it's tough to stomach watching a few innings of a Cubs game, let alone a full game. Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, on top of it, the marquee network pre and post makes it sound like they are winning a World Series this year. I mean, they get their butts because, kicked 12 Because that's Pittsburgh. a dictate, isn't it? Well, well like they are better than we are. In the in the post game, the first two minutes, they start talking about the positives in the twelve to one loss to the Pirates, and I'm like, okay, I, I, where's the remote? I can't watch this anymore. <laughs> right, right. I mean, it's, again, it's I mean, again, I, it's 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 like uh, it's like fake news, right? It's like we know what we're Baghdad watching. Bob. Stop treating it's us Baghdad. like we're stupid. It's Baghdad Bob. You know the the uh, the the statues coming down behind him, and he's like, "There's nothing to see here. Everything's great." I mean, it's like, okay, whatever. So. I get Christopher Morrell. Nice uh-huh. story, interesting. Yep. You know, hopefully he's he's a keeper. Say a Suzuki, you know, it's still not maybe another week or two before he see, starts a real. You got to think that he's a Arizona. keeper right now, unless something really, really goes well, wrong. Yeah, you be, he's, he, they paid him too much money. Yeah. Well, and plus the posting fee, it's a hundred million dollars they've invested in him. But you know, the first few weeks, rookie of the uh, the month and all that, that was great. And then right. boot. Right. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know. I've said it before. Here's what I don't know. Jed Hoyer says David Ross is a rock star as a manager. I don't know. Jed Hoyer he doesn't says have, he I'm doesn't have the pieces to be a rock star. He doesn't well, have. The I don't know. I don't. I mean, right. until he does, I don't know how right. good a manager mm-hmm. he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to have that. You'll have that situation with the Blackhawks and Luke Richardson yep. because they're not built to win. They're built to lose. Jed Hoyer. I don't know that he's an architect of a winning team. He was Theo and Jed, and Theo did it in Boston too. So I don't know. I mean, Jed looks the part, and he was part of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know now he's the guy. So I don't know. I don't know about Seiya Suzuki. I don't know about a lot of these guys. I, it's tough to sit there and, and say there's, there's a reason to watch the Cubs today. And yet, Sully wrote about it today. The Cubs have the fifth worst record in the league on the 10th anniversary of Anthony Rizzo coming up to the, to the majors and, and being part of the, the rebuild. And they have the second highest fan cost index for a family of four. It's three hundred and sixty-four dollars eighty-three cents to go out there because of their their ticket prices, and they're seventh in attendance. So there is a disconnect there. I'm not spending the money to go through those turnstiles. I'm not buying like Yerk says. I'm not buying a churro. I don't even like churros, but I'm not buying a hot dog. Wait, out wait, wait, there. wait. How do you not like a churro? I, I just what it was it dough and sugar. Y- yeah, and cinnamon. Dough and sugar? yeah, and cinnamon. Yeah, and cinnamon. Sounds awesome. Cinnamon. Yeah, dude, what's, I mean, what? Uh, I've never met a human that doesn't like a churro. I mean, this the, is breaking yeah, news. The, the ones from Costco. He, it sounds oh, like he, you wouldn't even I dare gone to Costco in forever. No, I used to love to go to Costco just to eat because you know, all the samples. Except the churro. Yeah. The Except pandemic. the churro. 
Oh, geez. No, no, I was going, I, you know, I'll find me at the cheese section or whatever. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of breaking news, Charlie came in uh, during the break. And I want to mention this. Your mean Mercedes has been called up to yeah. the Giants. Guess who All the right. White Sox are going to be playing soon? Oh, that's great. <laughs> Isn't that? Isn't that? I boy? Hope he's, uh, I hope he's I'm still rooting doing for him. Other... I'm rooting for him. I don't want to see the White they're... Sox lose, but I, I mean, I, I can only take so right? much. But I'm rooting. Well, I don't think you're if yeah. you're in Mercedes is the reason they're losing in San Francisco, then they're in trouble. I mean, more trouble. Wait, than wait I was going to say, are they not in trouble now? Is no, that the breaking point? No, no. It feels like we've been yeah. riding the breaking point for quite a while now. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Right? Yeah, because they can't win at home. No, and that's and that is. Uh, uh, that is unforgivable uh, to have such a bad record at home and not to be hitting home runs at home. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, look, uh, at, at this point, I, I don't know. We have so many issues and, and it, it's like uh, trying to follow the bouncing ball or the, you know, what's under the hat on the scoreboard. I mean, you know, there's just so many things to try to focus on so many issues. Hey. Don't ever do that game on the CTA, okay? The three three card Monty or the guy with the three shells. No, I made sure I don't. Thank you, no, thank you yeah, for that well, advice. Now on the CTA, on the CTA, you just kind of kind of watch yourself and make sure you get to where you want to go in one piece. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. Don't, don't even think about being on your phone. The yeah. old school was the old school with the guys hustling. You know, you know, you know hey, you want twenty bucks? Oh, you won twenty bucks. And next thing you know, the guy across the aisle is like in his third game and he's losing because the guy's doing the the you know underneath the shell thing and it's a fixed game but now now i just worry about you know again just uh, just make it true you're just making through alive yeah three one two three three two three seven seven six yeah there's there's not a lot to smile about on either side of town two t- totally different situations but what you brought up with uh the cubs and we we've talked about is the fact that they are they are built to lose. Like Ben Pope used as a reference earlier when we talked to him about the Blackhawks, the Cubs are built to lose right now. And that is the sad state of affairs. And if you want to take part in enjoying a Cub game for Wrigley Field in the sunshine, uh, they're in St. Louis today, but say if they were at home, you're going to have to pay the price and you're watching a team that was built to lose. You know what? Obvious shirts, or actually that would be a good giveaway for Crane Kenny. The first 12,000, 15,000 through the gates get built to lose t shirts. <laughs> no? Look, uh, if Obvious Shirts is listening, I, I think that. Uh, keyboard they could... Commandos. Yesterday yeah. we gave them Keyboard Commandos. Steve Stone called some of the yeah. people on Twitter. And, 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 like... and you know what? When we get back, I want to talk about that because there was quite the Twitter blowback, what I was seeing on my Twitter feed about Steve dealing with fans. Yeah. And I want to get your thought on this, Brian, because. It was nice, Steve, this morning. He went dogs. Did you see that? No, I. No, he. Oh, he went dogs? He said, take your dog for a walk, you know, give him a treat, scratch him behind the ear. And, and, and you know what? That's the way to calm everybody down, just start I know, talking right. about dogs. And the, But then one guy said, well, my dog said he didn't want to go for a walk until the socks stopped sucking. <laughs> and when he, did Steve respond? Yeah, well, he had, I mean, they had pictures of their dogs. Like, you know, my dog doesn't want me to watch the socks anymore. So he was trying to be nice, Steve, like, right, enjoy the beautiful right. day, go for a nice walk. Hey, Mark, don't put him in the yard and then go sit back on your rear end. Take him for a walk. 
Yeah, hey, hey when I let him out the back door, he actually walks around the yard. What's know, the difference? You can go for a walk too. See, yeah, that, that, I know, I know. My my Fitbit from uh, uh, you know yeah. two thousand five tells He's me not I should worn be out. No, it's not at all. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Back in two minutes, we'll talk about that Steve Stone thing, and we're taking your calls. You know the number. Back after this.